0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm a pastor, police chaplain, marriage coach, and author of this book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the biggest challenges that all of us go through and has a huge impact in our marriages, in our families, and that is grieving. As I'm recording this, it is February of 2023, and um, here in Los san county it 's been three years since the coronavirus has devastated There have been over a hundred thousand deaths. From COVID um, here in California. I'm not sure what the total is for LA County, but right here where I live, there were just thousands and thousands of people who died with COVID, which means there are a lot of people grieving, even though it's been two to three years since all of that's happened. Two years ago, I did more funerals than at any other time in my um, 35 year ministry and police chaplain career. So I want to talk real quick today about how to. To grieve so that you can have a handle on this, and then I'm going to do another recording on how to help someone who is grieving because that's often a huge challenge in our marriage and relationship. So, here's how to grieve. I want to give you three common mistakes that I've observed that people uh, make when grieving. The first one is well, here's what I need to explain first the emotions of grief are sadness. And anger, okay? We sometimes forget about the anger one, but it's there. And I've seen it a lot in people. They get angry at all kinds of things, but they're not angry at the person that, that did something. They're angry because their husband, their wife, their son, their um, parent died, and they're just grieving, but they don't know how to handle that. So sadness and anger, we don't like those feelings. So we tend to do a couple of different things, three different things um, to deal with them that are not healthy. And then I want to give you the healthy one. Here's the three things that we tend to do with the sadness and anger because we don't know how to grieve in a healthy way. The first is we deny it. Okay, so what happens? We're minimizing it. Oh, well, I know my dad is in a better place. And, um, you know, it's no big deal. I'm okay. So either minimize or deny or we pretend, you know, you go to church and how are you? Oh, I'm great. No problem. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, my dad died last week. You know, I'm like, no, you're not fine. Anyways, we deny it. The second thing, though, that I, and this is probably the most common that I've encountered in my um, ministry, is um, avoid. Okay, so when somebody dies and you're grieving, what do you do? You go back to work. You throw yourself into your hobbies. You start spending lots of time doing other things that you maybe never did before. You spend a lot of time with friends. And spending time with friends isn't bad, but it depends what you're doing with your friends. If you're going out drinking with your buddies, that is definitely not a healthy way to grieve. Um, But avoiding it. Like I've talked to people and they say, well, going to work helps. Well, no, it doesn't really help. All you're doing is avoiding the pain. And the pain is going to stay there. Same with denial. The pain doesn't go away if you pretend it's not there. It's still there. It's stuck inside of you. So we deny it. We avoid it. The third thing I've seen, though, is that people medicate it. And by Medicaid, I mean self-medicate. I don't mean like going to the doctor and getting some help that you really do need. I mean drugs, alcohol, sex, shopping, food, um, buying new toys, you know, like the dirt bikes or the dune buggies or, you know, the boat or the new car. I've seen people do all kinds of things because those things make you feel better temporarily. That's the key word. It does help you temporarily but it doesn't take the pain away and when you do these three things deny um avoid or medicate the pain stays there inside of you and I think in some ways it gets worse. And then it starts um, leaking out. Depression, I think, uh, a lot of depression, not all of it, is unresolved grief. You are sad about something, but you forgot what you're sad about. And so now you don't know how to deal with that sadness. So um, it comes out as depression or then rage You're angry, but you don't know why you're angry. So everything makes you angry. Why? Because there's unresolved grief inside of you. So how do we grieve in a healthy way? The way to grieve is to embrace it. I mean, embrace it. Go there. When you feel like crying, in fact, the way we express our emotions, our sadness and our anger is we talk about it. We cry about it. Maybe sometimes you need to scream and yell. You know what? emotions need motion. They need to move. And when you express them, they leave. I mean, now they don't all leave. It's not like one cry session and everything's fine. No, it takes a lot of time. But the more you cry, the more you talk. So going to a grief group is super, super helpful. Or then journaling, talking to someone, getting together with a friend who's just going to let you express how you're feeling and not judge you for it. All of these things is the healthy way to grieve. Jesus said this, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So reach out to God and tell God about your sorrow. Tell God about your pain, your sadness, and allow God's comfort to come in. But he's going to come in in a couple of different ways. He's going to come in first by his Holy Spirit, but he's also going to come in through the people that you talk to about your grief as you express it so don't do those three mistakes of deny avoid or medicate but instead embrace it when you feel like crying go ahead and cry when you when you feel like i mean i've talked to people that schedule it well i can't break down and cry at work so i just kind of hold it in but then when i get home you know what i let it all out that's how you do it. Embrace it. Go there with it. And if you need more help, reach out to me. My website is um, turnitup.coach. You can send me an email from there. You can book a call. Be glad to help you with this and how it's impacting your your uh, marriage. I'm going to make another video, by the way, about how to support someone who's grieving. So perhaps you're not grieving the same way your husband or wife is because of the connection to the person that died. You're grieving somewhat, I would imagine but maybe not in the same way but how do you support each other in your marriage so watch for that recording Uh, it's on its way but for today i want to encourage you to grieve in a healthy way so that's it god bless you and may god bless your marriage Hey, everybody, it's Kelly. And thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow rate and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.